0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's time for the panel part of the program. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville pound three, six, three, six. And we have in our studio three individuals who brave the inclement weather to come in here and hold court uh, uh, on a rather eventful day uh, where court may be the operative word, certainly the court of public opinion. Peter Tabbins, the NDP MPP for Toronto Danforth and their energy and climate change critic. How's Peter doing?
1: I'm doing well, John. Much happier to be indoors, finally.
0: So you want the climate to
1: change. <laughs> this is climate change, John. Oh, More that... extreme weather is climate
0: change, oh, my friend. Right? Oh, okay. Well, uh, you, it seems you can't lose. Heads I win, tails you lose. kind of. Carlene Nation is with us, media strategist at One Nation PR in Toronto. Carlene, how are you doing?
2: Oh, happy to be here, John. I couldn't find a cab to save my life today. Really? Oh, my gosh. I... There were so you few get and here? far between. dogs I literally uh, saw a woman coming out of a cab, mm. and I just pounced <laughs> on her. You dragged her, her out of just, the cab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wanted I wouldn't d- <laughs> take Uber today
0: to save my life. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, well, that's interesting. <laughs> Anthony Fury, thanks for coming in. Uh, again, Anthony Fury, also with us, SunPost Media columnist and national comment editor. How's Anthony doing?
3: Great, John. Great to be here. As I'm sure Carlene understands, when you're long in the news business and you have a day like today, you're, you're happy to come in. You go, all right, get me to my blank page. Get me to my newspaper room. Get me to a microphone. we, we got to do this.
0: Well, listen, uh, it was an eventful day. I think you were taking notes, copious notes, studiously and so on and so forth, as was I. And uh, in case you missed it, the remarks from Jody Wilson-Raybould, who finally got to say her piece, as she was anxious to do, to a certain extent. There were still uh, a few restrictions on where she could go, meaning after she was attorney general, she couldn't really comment on that phase when she became the Veterans Affairs Minister. But... In case you missed it, here are Jody Wilson-Raybould's opening remarks earlier today.
4: For a period of approximately four months between September and December of 2018, I experienced a consistent and sustained effort by many people within the government to seek to politically interfere in the exercise of prosecutorial discretion in my role as the Attorney General of Canada in an inappropriate effort to secure a deferred prosecution agreement with SNC-Lavalin. Within these conversations, there were expressed statements regarding the necessity of interference in the SNC-Lavalin matter, the potential of consequences, and veiled threats if a DPA was not made available to SNC. A few weeks later, on January 7, 2019, I was informed by the Prime Minister that I was being shuffled out of the role of Minister of Justice and Attorney General of Canada.
0: Well, uh, that got even better as uh, we got into her testimony. That was from her opening statements, where she wanted to table them early, I guess, because uh, the public broadcaster cut away after 10 minutes. Nothing to see here, folks. Uh, this is Wilson Raybold dropping another bombshell.
4: My chief of staff said that this would obviously be perceived as interference and her boss questioning the DPP's decision. Matthew said that if, six months from the election, SNC announces they're moving their headquarters out of Canada. That is bad. He said, quote, We can have the best policy in the world, but we need to get re elected.
0: We need to get re elected. The Prime Minister, she says, even reminded her that he was an MP from Quebec from Montreal, and uh, there was a Quebec election upcoming, and so on and so forth. So let me throw it around the horn here, because it was also this tasty tidbit from Katie Telford, who I guess is his chief of staff. Uh, we can line up all kinds of people to write op-eds supporting Jody Wilson-Raybould if she just plays along with us and reads off our hymn sheet. Uh, Anthony Fury, I mean, you're in the business. Are you on speed dial from Katie Telford of the PMO and all that you would write a positive <laughs> op-ed?
3: Uh, and you know, if if you don't like that example, there's more. She was meeting with Jerry Butts at the Chateau Laurier. She said to him, "I need everyone to stop talking to me about this issue because I've made up my mind. The engagements are inappropriate." Beat Butts continues to pressure her for it. Jared Butts said to her chief of staff, "There's no solution here that does not involve some interference." I mean, what I I got like a whole playing deck of uh, of examples of of really like smoking guns here, John, that suggest we've got a a very troubling situation on our hands where uh, we had Justin Trudeau, Michael Wernick, Jerry Butts stepping forward and saying at no point was there any pressure that could be deemed inappropriate, and Jody Wilson Rebuild probably gave, I don't know, 20 instances of inappropriate pressure, which, John, would amount to criminal code violations.
0: Political interference, she cited that off times as well. So let me ask Peter Tabbins, I mean, does her testimony today change the facts on the ground as we have known them to this point, maybe people's minds or perceptions?
1: Well, I think the the whole process that we've been going through now for weeks and months is changing people's minds. This is a government that before today's testimony, people were thinking, yeah, you know, rule of law and actually looking after they're big buddies is an issue with this government, but it's now very clear that for Justin Trudeau and his leadership team, looking after big corporations that they're friends with, corporations that have given them hundreds of thousands of dollars in political donations, is job number one. And looking after the people of Canada is just not on the list. This is an extraordinary story that Wilson-Raybould is bringing forward. The level of interference of pressure is depressingly impressive. And something that people are going to react against. People don't want to have a government that makes decisions about prosecutions or justice Anthony based just on their it electoral criminal.
0: considerations. Anthony highlighted it as I criminal.
1: Know, that's what he said.
0: Okay, so if you've got a prime minister or a prime minister's office involved in criminal malfeasance, uh, does that sink the government as far as you're concerned, Carly Nation? It should.
2: This is absolutely stunning, this, these revelations today. Pressure from From 11 people within the Prime Minister's office, with the PMO's office, and seeking a deferred, um, seeking what is called a deferred prosecution agreement, meaning to give SNC Lavalin amnesty from criminal prosecution. I mean, here is the prime minister stepping in and saying to the attorney general of Canada, we do not want you to prosecute this company because it's too important. So SNC-Lavalin gets special treatment, whereas no other uh Companies in Canada have this sort of special treatment. It is a bombshell. It is criminal. Uh And this government, I'm sure the opposition will be crying all over the place, demanding the resignation of this prime minister. I know that's going to be coming around the bend.
1: No, but it isn't just them that he's happy to bail out. Kinder Morgan with Trans Mountain Pipeline oh, had a little project.
2: Peter,
0: just this one afternoon. I am totally it, it, it's focused. Totally and if you're different. talking about totally no, no, different. if you're
1: talking about corporations being looked after by really. a prime minister, there's another one. You think he he there's, there's a the little about
0: the West? I mean, this is this is showing in spades. Preferential treatment for a yes. Quebec-based company. Exactly. Uh, no, for a big corporation. it Doesn't matter where no, they're from. Uh,
1: with With Kinder whoa. Morgan, it was a Texas-based company. <laughs> I, Let's face I, I, it, John. I, this is a, a government that's all about making sure big corporations are protected uh-huh. and protected. Certain, certain John,
2: corporations, one? certain corporations, Quebec-based corporations, oh, come on. just Texas-based well, corporations. Just, wait a minute. He's out against Quebec. but he cited specifically just In, prior to the
0: election. Well, and look, that's know critical. He, look, and he, he, and even Jody Wilson-Raybould. Listen, in her testimony, he that with suggested too. Come that on. the prime minister reminded her that he's a Quebec MP. That says everything to yes. me. He's pandering to Quebec. Yeah, I think
3: here we're quibbling over just how long the jail sentence should be. Here, everybody. No, but the issue. No, but there's is a big difference. Even if for we, corporations, I, even. Even if we grant that, the difference with Bombardier coming back to the trough time and time again, which I'm against, is they're just coming back to the trough. Bombardier is not coming back every year asking for the criminal code to be changed in their favor and then getting the prime minister to pressure the attorney general to drop prosecution of them. So this is why it takes it to a whole different level, whatever your thoughts on Bombardier and Kinder Morgan and all of that. I mean, this is where, uh, and and John, in a column the other week, I wrote that, let's say the conversation with with Jody Wilson-Raybould took only 10, 20 seconds for this. For that 10, 20 seconds, Canada briefly became one of those sketchy countries that we don't want to be like, where you can have the prime minister say, don't prosecute this guy, or as alleged in the norman case do prosecute this guy i screwed up john 10 20 seconds it looks like there were hours Mm. of pressure placed on her and she said to them and this is the important part of that testimony she says that multiple times she told trudeau michael wernick justin uh, uh, jerry butts katie telford she said i don't like what you're doing i consider this pressure i want you to stop and they did not
2: and you know one more point I wonder if the Attorney General of Canada was a man, if they would have put this kind of pressure on a male as opposed to a female Attorney General. I don't know. I think there's a bit of a play here that because she's a woman, uh, there was all this pressure coming from all these these people. Maybe the man would have done it, though. Maybe a man would have been in the
3: boys club and done it with Trudeau. Yes. Well, maybe that's oh, no, maybe why she took the moment to stand up to her.
0: Well, you know, and stand up she did. As a matter of fact, in her closing statement, she talked about uh, how she felt what they had done. No fewer than 11 people she named in this, including, you know, Jerry Buds, Katie Telford, Michael Wernick, uh, the clerk of the Privy Council, Bill Morneau, Prime Minister himself. It constituted political interference, but she said she was raised to speak truth to power. Mm. And she couched it in terms of her own upbringing within the indigenous context, of how indigenous people have been betrayed in this country because rule of law has been broken Mm -hmm. so she uh would steadfastly cling to that as the utmost principle and fundamental underpinning of our entire democracy i mean not entirely her words but that was the gist of it And it says, to me, I don't know, maybe she's playing a long game, but she comes across as being credible and honorable, and she was congratulated as such by including uh, members of uh, the opposition, Lisa Raitt, when they were asking her follow-up questions. Want to play for uh, you now this clip. Wilson-Raybould says she was shuffled out of her Cabinet role as the Attorney General because she would not bend to pressure from the Prime Minister's office.
4: I think it's apparent from my remarks that I was... Concerned that the reason why I was being shuffled out of the Minister of Justice and Attorney General um, possibly was uh, because of a decision I would not take on SNC and the DPA. I raised those concerns with the Prime Minister and with Jerry Butts. Um, And as I said in my remarks, um, those were um, denied.
0: She goes on to say, I knew as long as I was Attorney General, this would not occur, this deal, sweetheart, deal for SNC-Lavalin but I had concerns when I was removed as AG that this might not be the case. <laughs> so,
3: well, I think she's cynical of her own colleagues, Anthony. No, and then there's another part where I guess she learns from the deputy minister that right when the cabinet shuffle happens, uh, is she's told that the DM was told by Michael Wernick that when David Lametti gets into the job, this is going to be his priority number one. <laughs> right.
0: right. She she said that out loud. So, I mean, Peter, there's such a smoking gun here. It's a fusillade. Uh, it, it is, John. So absolutely. what's the consequence of the fallout from this—you've got years logging, uh, you know, in the trenches of uh, you know political uh, whatever the thrust and parry is. What's the fallout going to be here? Well, I've found in politics that
1: it's always very difficult to predict with accuracy, and I'm sure everyone around this table has seen their crystal balls blow up in their face. Um, I think this is deeply damaging to the prime minister and should be. Uh, I hope that this is something people remember when we get into the next election—that this is not a government that respects rule of law. This is a government that looks out for its big buddies in corporate land. uh, And I expect it will be damaging. What I don't know is whether or not other things will arise in the next few months that might obliterate this. Who knows, John? Um, But at the moment, I'd say that the Liberals have taken a very big hit and they deserve to take a very big hit. This is really ugly. At a minimum, Trudeau, Butts, Telford, that whole crew should be required to testify under oath in detail about all of this. Canadians deserve to know what's
0: really going on. I just wonder if they'd become, uh, would they be seen as any more credible than she is? I mean, she seemed to resonate credibility today because she was, in her own words, speaking truth to power. How do you see it, Carleen? I,
2: I believe she was incredibly, incredibly, um, she w- was a, a very credible uh, uh, witness today and peop- and very believable. The main problem here is When we get past this, she mentioned that she could only speak to certain things and she couldn't speak to what happened when she was shuffled off to Veterans Affairs. So she's only commenting on areas that uh, she was given permission by the Prime Minister's office to comment on. So we need to have this whole business expanded. And also, will it involve the RCMP? Will there be possible charges down the road? I see all of these things in Mr. Trudeau's future
0: all right and anthony because i know you alluded to an rcmp perhaps pending investigation uh what do you hear what do you know and is this as big as ad scam do you think i mean which toppled the liberals of jean chretien
3: yes because this is not about just a a bit a few dollars here and there i mean this is about uh, prime minister who's treating the justice system like they do in, in, in shady countries, like the places where SNC-Lavalin is under prosecution, Libya and Pakistan and so forth. So this is incredibly serious. And and I do think at a minimum, someone is going to face a criminal code charge uh, in all of this. I don't know what their defense will be. Maybe they'll walk from it. That is the minimum. And uh, to Peter's point, I hope people remember this during the election. I, I think the question is, let's do a thought exercise. How can he possibly win the next election? Now, Quebec commentators have been actually singing the virtues of this. I mean, if we turn on their their talk radio right now, it's going to be the 180 from what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Can you win with just Quebec? And then, what do you do elsewhere? Do you what sort of promises do you make? Because pe- if Jagme- Jagmeet Jagmeet sings in, maybe he'll get a bit of fire in his belly. He loses a few leftist seats. Are you going to buy out the GTA swing ridings? Like they're going to have to do promises where they basically say, you know, we're going to we're going to give everybody a 12 pack of Krispy Kreme donuts and a thousand bucks every day for our next term to to buy those votes. I don't know how they're going to do it. Sean. Or a buck of beer. Take your pick. Well.
1: But I, but I, I think it is going to be it is going to be a very wild ride. It's going to be a very wild ride. And I, I think the the one thing that the Liberals may have going for them is that there's such a strong response against Scheer and against Ford amongst those who Vote on the oh, non-conservative there, have, side. You, have
0: you followed the polls recently? I mean, the no, Angus follow- Reid came out last week. I they're up six po- points. The conservatives in and around the 905, I, which is really the bellwether of the upcoming election. I know it's still early, uh, so I'd don't try early. to fool the fuller here, Tabbins. No, By no, the way, I'll we're agree. in for a wild I, ride. I, I on the, the way home, I, I it's a wild ride. There's all I I kinds of to snow them at the coming door. down, and people want to be mindful of that. all right All right. All right. They are. They're they're pissed at the liberals. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Unbelievable. Scared or sheer. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what they are. We'll come back. And uh, jug meat still to make the radar. But uh, we'll come back with more topics worthy of discussion with Anthony Fury, Peter Tabins, Carly Nation on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to The John Oakley Show Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on demand audio.